0: Good evening once again and thank you for joining me here on Fortress Radio for the Salvation Meeting. This week I'm delighted to welcome back my good friend Lieutenant Colonel Cedric Hills, who will be speaking later in the meeting. Ced is currently serving as the Chief Secretary in the Indonesia Territory, but a few years ago now he was my Commanding Officer at Portsmouth Citadel. Said also sat next to me in the band on Euphonium for some time, and we had a great time serving in that way. I look back very fondly on the vast majority of my time at Portsmouth. As an officer's kid, I'd never lived anywhere longer than three years until 1984, when I moved back home after music college, just as my parents moved home after they were appointed to Portsmouth. And I stayed in that great naval city for the next 31 years. Well, to mark both my own and Colonel Sed's connection to that corps, several of our musical items tonight will come from Portsmouth Citadel. I thought that would be nicely appropriate. Sed will be speaking to us about the Ascension. And of course, this week has seen the yearly marking of Ascension Day. When I worked in a Church of England secondary school in Portsmouth for 17 years, I used to look forward to Ascension Day. We got a half day off. Hallelujah! Let's start our meeting tonight with the song At the Name of Jesus, number 74 in the songbook, a song that we sing to the great tune of Camberwell. Tonight, we'll just be singing verses 1, 3 and 5. As we pray now, we're going to use another beautiful song, number 531. This song was written by an Australian salvationist, Lily Sampson, who became an officer and served for many years both in her homeland and in India. Although Lily only has one set of words in our songbook, she actually wrote a great deal more. Several of her pieces are quite well-known songster and singing company pieces, for example. But this little gem of a song is particularly appropriate for us at this time of year. The third verse has these wonderful words. There is confidence in him who holds us. There is light to guide us here below and beyond await the heights of rapture where all earthly joys transcended fade in the glory of the Saviour's presence, in the home eternal he has made. This fairly new arrangement of the song, so strongly associated with the tune Trust in God, was made by Graham Press, and it's sung for us tonight by the International Staff Songsters. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Lord we may often wonder what it would have been like to have been there on that day to have stood with you on the mountaintop and then after you'd spoken to us and blessed us and challenged us in such a strong way you were just taken up by the clouds and lifted into heaven and yes Lord we would have just looked and wondered and stared and felt the reflections of your glory as you returned to your home and Father's right hand side. Lord, help us to take the challenges you set us, to take your gospel into all the world and preach the good news of salvation to all mankind. Not just to stand here staring into the sky, not just to gaze upon your wonderful nature, your wonderful grace, your wonderful spirit, and even not just to praise in all the great things that you have done for us, in setting us free from the power of sin, but actually taking that message and doing something with it, Lord. Taking it so that we can use it to win others for you. For in this world, Lord, there are so many people who do not know you, who do not care for you. To you, you mean nothing more to them than just a swear word. Lord, help us to reach those people. Help our lives to speak to those people. Help our witness as a salvation army to win those people. And may we see a mighty revival in the Christian Church all around the world in these next few years, as your living, real presence takes such a hold in our lives. Be with us and bless us all, Lord. Amen. Now I love it when I come across a song that I haven't known before, especially when it's by one of my favourite writers. And our singing company piece this evening is just such a song, with simple yet as ever incisive and delightful lyrics by General John Gowans and music by Richard Phillips. This is Exeter Temple Singing Company singing Wonder and Surprise. Well I know I referred to it in my prayer, but I can just imagine the disciples and the other followers of Jesus staring up into the sky at the Mount of Olives with that same wonder and surprise. Perhaps though a little too much so, for as we know those two angels had to wake them from their reveries with the rather stern admonishment, "'Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven?' This Jesus, who's been taken up from you into heaven, will come again in the same way you saw him go. We'll hear a bit more now in our Bible readings this evening. And firstly, I'm going to read from Mark chapter 16, verses 14 to 19. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had first seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptised will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well." After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied it. And now I'm going to read from Acts chapter 1. Verses 3-9 to After his suffering, Jesus presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of forty days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my Father promised which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, Well, rather than just stand looking, I think the best response we can have tonight to the wonderment of all that Jesus did for us is to praise him, to exalt him and to lift his name on high. Song number 379 helps us do just that and a contemporary worship group from Birmingham Citadel are going to lead us in our praise right now with Rick Founds' song, Lord I Lift Your Name on High.
1: Dare to pay from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift Your name on high.
0: Colonel Sed also introduced me to a band setting of that same song, and he mentioned to me that he remembers when its composer, Dudley Bright, brought the music into a band practice at Ilford, where Sed was the CO and Dudley Bright the BM at the time. What's unusual about this arrangement is the way that the melody is one of two used, the other being "Pastime with Good Company, composed not by a Salvationist, but by Henry VIII. Well, here are the Amsterdam staff band with Dudley's arrangement, in good company. before said comes to speak to us we're going to listen to a song that speaks not just of the ascension but also of jesus promised return to come back in the same way he went and we long for that day to come when jesus will return to take his rightful throne and hasten satan's defeat once and for all this then is portsmouth citadel songsters and midnight cry
2: I live and serve in Indonesia a country made up of 17,000 islands. So visiting Salvationists around the territory invariably means taking a flight. We clocked up 40 in just our first nine months here until Covid brought travel to a halt. Fortunately I really enjoy flying and over the years I've had opportunity to take many journeys by plane and helicopter. And for me the thrill of flying is contained in those first and last moments of the flight when you leave the ground and can see all those familiar landmarks laid out below. As you rise before passing the clouds you can see for miles and your vision is not restricted to those things immediately around you. Last Thursday was Ascension Day, traditionally celebrated 40 days after the Resurrection. It's an event not mentioned in our salvation army doctrines but it is important to our christian faith many churches regularly recite the apostles creed which says jesus rose from the dead on the third day ascended into heaven and now sits at the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead we have luke to thank for capturing these events in his gospel And in his Acts of the Apostles. There may be just a few verses about the Ascension in these records, but the Ascension has real relevance to us today. After his resurrection Jesus met with his followers. He talked with them and proved beyond doubt that he had conquered the grave. But those meetings had to end and there had to be a definite time when Christ's earthly ministry finished. He had taught that he'd be going back to the Father, for that's where he came from. But how could he show them that this was happening? Most people now accept that the world is round and not flat, and courtesy of space exploration, we know what lies above the clouds. We believe in heaven and hell as spiritual places, not physical. But 2,000 years ago, the disciples needed proof that Jesus was going home. So this visual demonstration was needed to reassure his followers he had entered the heavens, sharing again in the glory of God. And that's exciting and relevant for us too, a powerful reminder that Jesus isn't physically bound to any one place and free from all those human limitations of time and space. But there's more for us. The Ascension proved he was telling the truth about being the Son of God. He returned to what he was and where he was. His birth was a miracle and his departure just as miraculous. In Philippians 2, Paul says that Jesus, aware of his equality with God, emptied himself and freely became a servant. And because of his obedience right to the cross, God raised him to the highest place above and gave him the name that is greater than any other name. Jesus sits at the right hand of God, crowned with glory and honour. Whatever we see happening in the world around us, he is ruling right now, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And although we wait for him to return, this is not a kind of spiritual interval. It's our opportunity to encourage people to come to him and that shapes our mission and our sense of urgency, making the most of these days to share the good news, the gospel. As Luke reminds us in Acts chapter 1, Jesus will come again when he decides the time is right and we must be ready for his return. The Ascended Jesus is truly the Son of God, but he's the Son of Man too, Our heavenly high priest. We have a saying, it's good to have friends in high places. Almost 25 years ago Lynn and I were appointed to Fulkirk Corps in Scotland. The old hall was in the centre of town and the Corps had brought a new plot of land just outside the city centre but closer to where people lived. We planned to dedicate the new plot and hoped to march from the old site to the new. But the police wouldn't issue a permit for the march. That was until I dropped into conversation that the dedication ceremony was being led by Lord Harry Ewing, a very well-known and well-respected former local politician. The very next day, a senior policeman called me rather embarrassed, asking, and how many police officers would you like to escort you on your march? It's very helpful having a friend in the right place and to know when just the use of his name might prove valuable. The Ascension is a powerful reminder that we have a friend in the very highest place. Jesus, the crucified and risen Lord, sits with God the Father. Jesus, the Son of Man, who experienced temptation and the problems of this world, has carried humanity into the Godhead. I once heard a preacher say the ascension means that God has a human heart. One last story for you. 40 years ago before I was a Salvation Army officer I worked for a well-known company selling electrical products. The store that I managed was in should we say a less salubrious part of London and our delivery vehicle was very vulnerable when it was left unattended. One day The delivery driver and his mate returned to the shop looking rather angry. They'd been delivering a new TV to an apartment at the top of a high-rise block and whilst they were setting it up for the customer, they'd looked out of the window and seen youngsters smashing their way into the back of the van and stealing the other TVs. They could see all that was going on perfectly well but they were totally powerless to do anything about it. By the time they jumped in the elevator and got down there, the thieves would have been long gone, so they just watched, helpless. The Ascension reminds us that Jesus metaphorically looks down on all that's happening in this world. He sees us from the heavens, but the paradox is, through the work of the Holy Spirit, he's nearer and closer to you than even your neighbour. Jesus did not descend to heaven to desert this world, but to fill heaven with his presence. No longer tied to one physical place at a time, but free through the power of the Holy Spirit to be with us everywhere. The disciples grasped this truth in a marvelous way. They knew that he hadn't left them, and they returned from the Mount of the Ascension determined to witness for him. As we celebrate the Ascension again this year, I pray you will experience the same joy and that the presence, peace and power of Jesus will fill your heart again this day and for the days ahead. God bless you.
0: We're also going to hear now from Portsmouth Citadel Band. And the piece that the band are now going to play features songs very much in keeping with what we've just heard Colonel Hill's talk about. Jesus was, of course, God's gift of love to the world. And I'd particularly like us to focus on the words of Psalm 176. Jesus Christ, I think upon your sacrifice. As we listen to the band play Gift of Love by Nick Samuels. God, we bow before you tonight and thank you with all our hearts for your gift of love in sending your Son to earth to die for us. But we praise you, God, because Jesus was risen from the dead and has now ascended into heaven to sit at your right hand. And we thank you that we are able to just simply open our mouths and hearts and talk to you. As we listened to that beautiful music, thoughts went through our minds. I bring thee all. Oh, give thyself to me. I bring thee all. Being reminded of your sacrifice the pain you went through in Gethsemane, the agonies of Calvary, the glory of your resurrection, and the majesty of your ascension back into heaven. How can we bring thee less than our all? Take our offerings, Lord, and use us for the salvation of the world. Amen. Well, I'd like to thank Sed and everyone who's taken part in our meeting this evening. It's always wonderful to be able to join together in this way. And I thank you too for your continued faithfulness in listening and your encouragement to me in continuing these meetings. Our final song for this evening, number 587, is one that I always feel encapsulates the whole essence of the glory of the Ascension. Christ of glory, Prince of peace... Dwell within, that men may see Christ in me. And we'll sing along with the Portsmouth Songsters once again, Yvonne Field's lovely setting of Colin Fairclough's words, Christ in me. Good night, and God bless you all. And now may thy grace, peace and heaven's richest and choicest blessings go with us and remain with us all, now and forevermore. Amen.